Welcome back, community group leaders, to this week's episode of The Deeper Podcast, where we partner with you as you grow closer to God, His Word, and people. I'm your host, Cody Leekand, and joined here with Joe Hishma. Hey, everyone. Great to be with you. Awesome. So, community group leaders, excuse me, if you weren't able to make it to the Developing Leaders last Friday, we have that recorded. And I'll put a link in the bottom of the email. I would love for you to watch that. And then there is another link that you will be able to go and respond and let me know what you're thinking about what this was gonna, how this is going to play out with community groups. I would love to hear back. If I could hear back by Friday, that would be March 11th. That would be super helpful. But I'm looking forward to what God is doing in that. And it's been an amazing experience and an amazing response so far. So that And I heard you did a wonderful job in explaining how, how we're going to make... Uh, and develop leaders. So heard you just like you were a rock star that, that night. Thank you. Yeah. It okay. was really fun and it's been really exciting. Jeremy and I have been working with Alan White to try to figure out like what is the next step to help community groups and help leaders and help support them the best way possible. And sure. so sure. we're really excited for this play. Awesome. So next week, there's a call that you're giving in your message that we bring something. What do you want us yes. to bring next week? Okay, what so is that about? next week on March 12th and 13th, I want you to go through all your pantries and bring your dry goods. Bring. Mm. We're asking people to kind of practice tithing and give 10% of all their all their uh, non-perishable foods. So not like lettuce and oranges and things like that, but but like uh, rice and noodles mm. and canned goods, anything like that, that could bless a family under the, who's, who's under-resourced here in Topeka, that would really help. Awesome. And bring it to the church during service times, Bring it times, to the correct? church during service times. Okay. We will pack it up and take it down to the Topeka Rescue Mission, fill up their food pantry. They have a need for that, mm. um, and they provide to hundreds of families a week. And so we want to be a church that, as we're practicing these this great generosity experiment, as we're calling it, through the month of March, this is what we're going to do this next week. So it'll be fun. Have your yeah. kids help you do that, if you have kids to do that, or we've even had people drive to a supermarket on the way here so they can yep. be involved in that. So thanks for being involved in that. I think it'll be really good. Yeah, it's awesome to be able to just have that direct tie right into the community. I'm really excited right. to see how this kind of plays out in this month that we're calling the the Everything Principles. Uh, the Great no, Generosity. The Great Generosity ah, Experiment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so as we transition into this time of discussion through about your message and about where we're going this week, this week's reading was a little bit bittersweet. Yeah. So we started off with the death of Moses, and then we jumped ahead, and we jumped right into the New Testament with the birth of Jesus, and then we started, we're introduced to this character, John the Baptist. Yeah, He's kind of he weird. shifted without a clutch. Yeah, it was, it was really quick. <laughs> it was really kind yeah. of like bittersweet, but then we re- introduced this guy. He's kind of a little weird, right? He's mm-hmm. got this camel fur coat. Yes. He eats weird bugs, like... Yes, okay. locusts and honey and a leather belt. Wow. How about simplifying life? You know? Right. Kind of weird. So your message today kind of goes a little bit off of the, like, outside of the reading plan. Yes. So can you kind of give us a little bit of direction on that? Yeah, I really wanted to go outside the reading plan because for four days we read about either John the Baptist's birth or his, his mm. interaction, Elizabeth's interaction with Mary. Um, and then, um, so, so I wanted to, I wanted to bring it out and go, okay, what do I want everyone to remember about John the Baptist? And I think that phrase in John 3.30 really was, was key. Yeah. He must increase, but I must decrease. That was the whole principle that made Jesus say, I tell you, no one's been born of woman who's been greater, who's yeah. greater on this earth. So that's been really cool. Awesome. Uh, 
I've just heard your message in the run through, and it's really awesome. And I think it pairs really well with the reading, even though we didn't read that passage. Sure. I, I think it's really going to pair well. Good. So, I'm glad you could put it together. I hope everyone can. <laughs> yes. Um, so this week's message, what is it going to teach us about loving God? Okay. So when John the Baptist saw Jesus, um, there was joy, hmm. right? Yeah. And that was the whole picture of it. he lived his life to move people away from him into Jesus. So it was never about him. And I love that. I just long to be like that. Don't we all aspire to be rid of ourselves so that Christ can be greater in our lives? And if we haven't had that aspirational goal of wanting to step down on ourselves so that Christ can can become greater, I think there's going to be a fight, fight to stay on top so Christ, Christ becomes a threat to us. And so it teaches us ultimately that a heart that loves the Lord is ultimately a heart that makes him greater, that steps down from themselves to do that. Yeah. Okay, so since it was a little bit outside of the reading plan, that means there's been a lot of extra (laughs) stuff. And so as you're sorting through this, what from your time of study wasn't able to make it in there? Oh, just a lot of stuff with um, who who John the Baptist was, his interaction with Jesus. Uh, when Jesus comes down to get baptized, he says, I'm not even able, I'm not even worthy to untie your sandals. In other words, I'm worse than a slave. I don't have that type of, uh, I, I have, I'm not worthy to do that. And Jesus compels him to baptize him. And just to, I guess, just to have been there, I'm sure John heard from the voice from heaven that said, behold, this is my beloved son with whom I'm pleased. I mean, the heavenly father to hear that and for you to be, to spend your whole life um, in the wilderness away from everybody. I didn't really develop that dressed in camel hair and a leather belt eating, eating uh, locusts and honey. You know who else did that, by the way? Yeah. Elijah, oh. Old Testament Elijah. Yeah. That's why the spirit of Elijah in Isaiah chapter 40, this one would come. And so he modeled Elijah, the life of Elijah, and he pointed to the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Oh, what a great parallel right there. Yeah. And uh, I think it was Thursday's reading asked the question in the in that apply section of like, what would it have looked like for you to transport back there right now? I think he asked the question of, would, would you repent? Yeah. So for me, it's just super powerful that imagery of like thinking of like just all of a sudden I'm in front of this guy dressed in camel's hair. That's wondering how is that so itchy, Mm -hmm. and that part of the the world is a little bit hotter, (laughs) and so I'm just thinking like that's got to be miserable. Yes. So Elijah lived in the wilderness too. Mm -hmm. He called out Ahab. Uh, John the Baptist called out Herod. Okay, the successor to Herod the Great. Yeah. Okay. So he called out that because he had took his brother's wife as his wife, and John the Baptist preached against him, so Herod had him jailed, and he ultimately was had his decapitated because um, the wife of Herod, who yeah. was his brother's wife, um, his daughter danced before Herod, and he said, I'll give you up to half the kingdom. He said, I want John the—she said, I want John the Baptist's head on a platter, and he had to do that. So That's a, it's both, a crazy story. Both were martyrs for that. Man. Yeah. Awesome. So— Going on this theme with John the Baptist, what did you learn about John the Baptist that you didn't know before? Or something that was like a reminder to you that you're like, wow, I, I kind of forgot about that for a second. I had forgot that he was just six months um, older than Jesus. Mm. Um, I also didn't know that he was a priest. Huh. So 
His father was a priest. You only became a priest if you were born out of the, those families who were priests. Yeah. And so for him to point to the Lamb of God who took away the sin of the world, he was saying, this is an acceptable sacrifice right here. And that's what a priest would do. They would, they would say, this lamb is good. This lamb is a blemish. It's not good. So. Mm. Awesome. For me, it was a reminder that he like wept, leapt in the womb of Elizabeth, right? That's right. Yeah. I, I forget about that story, but like reading that with the, the birth of Jesus and the entering of John the Baptist, I was like, wow, that's a really good reminder. But just how, right. what a cool moment. Yeah. In thinking about that. As That's he right, and in the, the angel the said time. to Zechariah that he would be filled with the Holy Spirit, which that was a response to the, the, uh, you know, Mary when she came in there that the child was the Christ. Yeah, I know my small group. We met on Thursday night and we had a good conversation about the descending of the dove. Yes, uh, at Jesus's baptism, and mm -hmm. so. That was another fun little tidbit that we were like, oh, well, that's really another good imagery. This week was just right. full of and rich in so much imagery for yeah all the stories that we covered. That's right. That's right. All right. So our, our last question for today, what is your response to the everything principle? So like, what is God addressing in you that... Okay. So um, if I'm not intentional with my life, everything else will take over. Hmm. And um, things that are lacking, things that are not where they could be, things that fall short of my expectations. And so I have to be reminded of that simple principle that John the Baptist lived by. He must increase, but I must decrease. And what really, um, through teaching that this weekend, I was reminded of is Christ will increase. He will, whether or not I put him there now. God will put him there for eternity. Yeah. So why would I not live for an eternal glory of Jesus today and make him greater today? Why would I wait and think I could have my fun right now without giving glory to Jesus? That's the greatest lie of America. <laughs> right. We can do all these things and have these things, and we can have Jesus as, you know, the cherry on top of our lives. And here, this is all about him receiving glory, him as my first and my best concept for everything that everything bows to and everything submits to. Yeah. From like when you're doing your message on the blackboard and yeah. you go through and scratch it out and put that, like that was a moment of like, aha. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That was, that's huge. So that was awesome. For me, my response is just working on the control and the security that I hold in worldly things. So the call to bring 10% of the extra stuff on top of what, you know, monetary giving of adding yeah. that 1%. It's that sense of in me, like, oh, I want to be in control. And if I, I let go of any more, like, what's going to happen? Yeah. What am I going to do? Like, how am I going to pay the bills? Or if I give 10% of my pantry, well, what are we going to eat tonight? Yeah. And not realizing, like, okay, well, it's all God's to begin with. Yeah. And so 10% is what he's calling us. And so this is just really helping me focus on where do I put my security? Where do I put my trust? Am I in control? No. And so just that reminder for me is what I really needed this week. Yeah. You know, that's so true. You're not the only one who's going to be experiencing that. <laughs> um, as I remember when I was your age and I was um, newly married and starting out a family, and then I went into ministry and we we ended up receiving like a third of what we were paid before that with my wife and systems. And we left. she left her job so we could move. And everything got smaller, everything got lesser, and but we continued to tithe during that time. And I, I'll tell you, over the course of the 30 years of marriage, we celebrate 30 years this year. That's one of Congratulations. the best that's things. Awesome. That's been, thank you. It's one, one of the best things that practices that we had in our marriage. 
is that we continued to give to the Lord, and we started to grow that as as God entrusted us with more. And and I, I would just say I'm excited for you, Cody. I'm excited for everyone in yeah. your shoes, and everyone um, not in our, our shoes who have uh, been uh, uh, the gamut of of um, of blessing in their lives, and are going to think about what could happen if they were generous. Yeah, I I know for me that that part of worship in the week when I click submit. It's been a change because it used to be writing the check. And so yeah. now that I've adopted technology and come wow. with it, pushing submit on the tithes for the week is yeah. is huge. It's a huge act of worship and it's been incredibly powerful. And mm-hmm. so just that reminder of letting go of control is going to yeah. be huge this week. Yeah. Awesome. Can you pray for our leaders this week? Father, thanks for our community group leaders. Thank you for each person that they're going to be talking to that's in their group, that they're shepherding well. I pray, Lord, just for this conversation uh, to just sink into our hearts of what would it look like if Christ literally was becoming greater in my life and I was becoming less. The only way that can happen is if I do step down from my platform for my possessions, from position that God has me to make to make you greater, Lord. And so I pray in all of our hearts you would do that, and I look forward to the joy and the fulfillment and the satisfaction that we can have when you are becoming greater in our lives. We lift you up, for it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. So last week I was a victim of autocorrect. I hmm. typed the Seder meal that we have, and a reminder that that's coming up, but when I spelled it wrong, the suggested word was sadder. So we are not having a sadder Easter okay. meal. Okay. Sorry about that. It's a sadder Easter meal. That will be the week leading up to Easter. So get that on your calendars. We we'll look forward to that. Which is a Passover meal. That's yes. right. And it's going to be Christ in the Passover. So you'll mm-hmm. see how, and most scholars believe Jesus celebrated the Passover on the night he was betrayed. So mm-hmm. it really brings into scope what does the elements we take with yeah. communion, what do they mean? And leading up to Easter that's for right. when that all goes down. That's, that's right. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited for it. And then ShareFest, April 30th, that's great right. serving opportunity for your groups. So don't forget to register for that. And then I look forward to hearing your responses on the Developing Leaders play. So yep. until great. next week, thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.